Welcome to all of you who are joining us today in the service. Let us focus on two passages of scripture. Psalm 46 verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We the people of his sheep of his pasture. Enters gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness throughout all generations. Hymn 366. Praise my soul, the King of heaven, to his feet thy tribute bring. Ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Who like me his praise should sing. Praise him, praise him, praise the everlasting King. Praise him for his grace and favour to his people in distress. Praise him still the same forever, slow to chide and swift to bless. Praise him, praise him, glorious in his faithfulness. Father-like, he tends and spares us, well our feeble frame he knows. In his hands he gently bears us, rescues us from all our foes. Praise him, praise him, widely as his mercy flows. Angels help us to adore him, Ye behold him face to face, sun and moon bow down before him, dwellers all in time and space. Praise him, praise him, praise with us the God of grace. As we focus on God's goodness, love and faithfulness, we remember our sinfulness in thought, word and deed. We turn to say sorry to God. I will arise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Let us pray. O God, our loving Father in heaven, we confess that we have sinned against you. We have broken your commandments. We've often been selfish and not loved you as we should. For these and all our sins, forgive us, we pray, through our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. The psalm for today is Psalm number 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. If you, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, in his word is my hope. My soul waits for the Lord, more than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plenteous redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. This psalm is relevant at this time and in our current situation. The psalmist is feeling really low in the depths of despair, feeling hopeless and helpless, yet he turns to the Lord for mercy in the assurance the Lord will hear his prayer for help. He knows that the Lord is forgiving and merciful. The Lord will not hold his sins against him. His is an unconditioning love. The Lord promises to forgive, confess sins and remember them no more. We can take the Lord at his word. We can wait or stay in God's presence and trust him and his word totally. Just as a watchman waits for the guard for a new daylight, so we can trust in the Lord for our salvation, 
for his unfailing love and strength for each day. Heaven number 386. Spirit of God, unseen as the wind, gentle as is the dove, teach us the truth and help us believe. Show us the Saviour's love. You spoke to us long ago, gave us the written word. We read it still, needing its truth. Through it, God's voice is heard. Without your help, we fail our Lord. We cannot live his way. We need your power. We need your strength following Christ each day. Our New Testament reading is from Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 to 13. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut. What he shuts, no one can open. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but are liars. I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you, since you have kept my command to endure patiently. I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have, so that no one will take your crown. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will he leave it. I will write on them the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I also write on them my new name. Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. As we continue our studies in the letters to the seven churches in Revelation, this letter is not to a church in the United States of America, but in Asia Minor, less than 30 miles southeast of Sardis. The name means love of the brethren. Its location is important, the gateway to the east. Also known as the Little Athens because of the many temples located there. So church there had a great opportunity to witness to the gospel and to share it. One of the problems with its location was it was prone to earthquakes. One such earthquake happened in 17 BC, which destroyed the city, along with Sardis and ten other cities. The letter is mostly full of praise and encouragement, like the letter to the church in Smyrna. The letter opens with a description of Jesus. These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. Jesus, like God, is holy, which means set apart in his character, words, actions and purpose. We are called to faith alone, first in Christ, to seek with his help to live a life that is different from those who don't follow or know Christ. Jesus is true. He is genuine. He is the same in life and lip. The life of Christ has no hypocrisy in it. We are called to be genuine, sincere and in living a life that honours God or Christ in all ways and at all times. Jesus has authority over all things. This authority has been given to him from God the Father. Just as the key gives us access 
to open a door or lock it. So Jesus has the keys of Hades, hell, or of death. Revelation chapter 1 verse 18. Jesus is the gate to our salvation now on earth and in heaven one day. In the New Testament, the use of the open door phrase means opportunity. The apostles were to be witnesses to the gospel from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth. Even when they were scattered because of persecution, they used the opportunity to spread the gospel. Paul said to the Corinthians, A wide door for effective work has been opened to me. He asked the Colossians that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ. When Paul brought the gospel to Europe, God had closed all other doors of the gospel until he responded to God's vision and went to Philippi. Paul even used his imprisonment in Rome to share the gospel with the Roman guards and encouraged all the Christians not in prison to share the gospel. The Christians in Philadelphia had been given by the Roman government the opportunity to share the gospel. It's a door God opened and no one could shut it. The gospel can never be chained or stopped because God is in control. We should desire to love Christ and to share the good news of the gospel by our words and deeds, our lives and lips, our practice and profession. The church or Christians were weak in Philadelphia. They may have been small in numbers and lacked the gifted people to do the work. But the Jews called the synagogue of Satan tried to take advantage of the situation. But God turned the tables. I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. God can turn wrong to right, defeat to victory, evil plans to his good and glory. Since the Christians were small and weak in numbers and been faithful, yet ye have kept my word and not denied my name. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will keep you from the love of trial and hour of trial that is going to come upon the whole world to test those who live on earth. God will reward those who love him and faithfully follow him and serve him. God calls us to be faithful to him, to living out the Christian faith, no matter how small, weak or inadequate we may feel. With the promise of his keeping power and his reward, to him overcomes, I'll make a pillar in the temple of my God. This will happen, Jesus says, even though the hour of trial is coming. The church and Christians are called to hold fast to what you have, knowing that I am coming soon. Not only will there be pillars in his temple, but I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God out of heaven and my own new name. The lessons for us are very clear. First, if we say we are followers of Christ, then we are called to live faithfully for him. We may feel small and weak, but with God's help, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can live for Jesus and serve him and use our daily lives to share the good news of the gospel in word and deed. God is faithful. He will keep us even when we are mocked for our faith. 
one day we will receive our eternal reward. God calls us not to be successful, but faithful. How are we as individuals and the church today being faithful to God and our Saviour, Jesus Christ, and the eternal true gospel of Jesus Christ? Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you've loved us, you've sent Jesus into the world to be our Saviour, to die for us and rise again. We thank you with new life and victory and power in Christ and Christ alone. Enable us every day to love Jesus with all our heart, mind, soul and strength, to be faithful and obedient to him and to the gospel of Jesus Christ and use the opportunities God gives us each day to serve him faithfully and obediently. Amen. We continue now with our prayers. Today we remember before God all who are ill due to COVID-19. Those who are now being beginning the slow process towards recovery. I am the Lord who heals. Heavenly Father, we pray today for all who have been diagnosed with COVID-19. Those who are living with the virus at various stages and those who are now coming out on the other side towards recovery. We pray that they may all experience your healing, your peace, your presence. May they trust in you and not be afraid. Cast all their cares on you who cares for them. In Jesus' name, Amen. We give thanks to you, our Father, for all in the NHS who are now working long hours whose strength is being stretched to, tar- to tiredness, whose physical and mental energies have been stressed out beyond the normal and routine. May they receive from you all that is needful for each day. When they are off duty, may they be refreshed and renewed for their tasks and its responsibilities for a new day of work. In Jesus' name, Amen. We remember, O God, those who have been bereaved due to COVID-19. Comfort them with the sure promises that despite all that has happened to them, the loss of their loved one and the sense of loneliness, helplessness and hopelessness, you are with them. May you, the God of all comfort, fill them with your peace. We thank you that in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and by our trust in him, we can know the gift of eternal life. And beyond the sadness and loss of this life, We have hope in Christ alone. Amen. We pray for all who lead us at this time, the Prime Minister, Government Ministers in Westminster, our First and Deputy Ministers, and all with responsibilities in health departments, the medical advisors and researchers. Guide and direct them with your wisdom in all the many decisions they have to make, especially the medical scientists and researchers that they may find a suitable vaccine to combat and eradicate this virus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For us all, all employers, employees, all self-employed, all young people who are anxious about their future studies and education, thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are in control. You are sovereign over our world and all its affairs that our times are in your hands. We now commit all our concerns into your hands. 
Help us trust in you, to acknowledge you, know that you will direct our paths, our futures and our land in the days ahead. May we not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present our request to you. May we know your peace which transcends understanding, guarding our hearts and minds. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Life-giving God, your Son came into the world to free us from all sin and death. Breathe upon us the power of your Spirit, that we may be raised to new life in Christ, and serve you in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And finally, some words from hymn number 18. Lord, I come before your throne of grace. I find rest in your presence and fullness of joy. In wonder and worship I behold your face, singing, What a faithful God have I! What a faithful God have I! What a faithful God! What a faithful God have I! Faithful in every way. Lord of mercy, you have heard my cry. Through the storm, you the become my song in the, in the night. In the shelter of your wings, my heart's reply, singing, What a faithful God have I! What a faithful God have I! What a faithful God! What a faithful God have I! Faithful in every way. Lord, all sovereign, granting peace from heaven, let me comfort those who suffer with the comfort you have given. I will tell of your great love for as long as I live, singing, What a faithful God have I! What a faithful God have I! What a faithful God! What a faithful God have I! Faithful in every way. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all this day and always. Amen. May God bless you all in the week which lies ahead, whatever it holds for each and every of us, knowing his peace, presence and power with us. Amen.